Welcome to episode number 227 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I welcome back the excellent, the hilarious, the fun, the prolific Dave Canoyne to talk about his brand new record with his band, Grin Brigade. And that song you just heard? Well, first of all, if you just heard it, that means it's going to be in your head in a great way. For probably the next 72 hours, it's called All I Do Is Hop, and that's the name of the record. And you can hear that whole song at the end of the episode. Of course, for past episodes where you can hear from Dave talking with Randy of Randy and Dave, where we talked about a couple of their records, had some really great, interesting songwriting conversations, you should check those out. All the past episodes are available at goodstuffpod.com. Want to reach me? Email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com. One of social media eyes, that's a real thing. I think I just made up that it's a real thing, but it's a real thing. The at symbol, good stuff pod. So here is Dave Canoyne talking about Grin Brigade, and you can hear that full song, All I Do Is Hop, at the end of the show. Dave is one of the greats. I I wish I was as creative consistently as Dave is. I wish I could do that. I wish I had that in me. I can be creative for like 20 seven minute chunks of time but dave just is he's just putting out great incredible music working with incredible partners as you'll hear i really think you're gonna like this one talk to you at the end of the show it's um the best thing in the world on a very warm day in houston texas to welcome three-time world record holder Good Stuff Podcast interviewee, Dave Canoyne, back to the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. Dave, how are you today? Doing great, and you? I am doing very well. Um, you, you, uh, as we sort of uh, established right off the bat, you and I, like a good back scratch, we're scratching each other's backs here, uh, which is a... <laughs> Which is a good thing. Um, it's um, it's a musically a great thing for me to hear new music from you, and and vice versa. I love to talk to you about the music that you make, and so you've been on the show a couple times uh, talking about your project with with our friend Randy, uh, Randy and Dave, and there's a couple albums that we've talked about, but for today we're talking about a, a brand new record of yours called All I Do Is Hop. So. This is not your first solo record in the kids and family uh, sort of genre, right? Well, first of all, it's not a solo record. Ah, let's get it right off the bat. We'll straighten this one out. I kind of hate to correct you like that. That's okay. But it's by a group called Grin Brigade. Grin, okay. It's not a Dave Canoin CD, although I am one of the members of Grin Brigade. Okay, our first Grin Brigade CD came out a few years ago. It was called Crazy with Happiness. Uh, we have a rotating um, um, group of singers, songwriters, producers, musicians, and we, from year to every two or three years, we record a Grin Brigade CD, and this is the second one in that series. Okay, so this is a a, a group effort, a band effort, a um, 
a collaborative effort, if you will. And it's, uh, I thank you for correcting me because these are the kinds of things that I need to be corrected on or else I'm just living in my own world. And it's just what I, what I imagine is happening is happening. So, you know, in, in that spirit of, of, uh, of the band and, and who you work with, who are some of the folks that, that appear on this record with you? Well, in alphabetical order by last name, <laughs> Bryn Brigade is Ellie Bear. Melanie Browellate, Red Grammar, Jimmy Hammer, Dave Kinoin, that's me. That's you. I know him. Oliver Kinoin. Well, you didn't know I was Grid Brigade earlier, so I'm just checking. You're just making sure I'm paying attention. <laughs> I love it. So in addition to me, uh, Oliver Kinoin, my 26-year-old son, Carly Riggs, Randy Sharp from Randy and Dave, mm-hmm. and Leslie Smith. Okay, excellent. We are this year's Grin Brigade. This year's Grin Brigade. So, yes. how does this group come together? Like, how, how is this? How did this come to be? Well, most of the persons in Grin Brigade um, are songwriters, and I have a lot of songwriting ideas. Too many to just write for Randy and Dave and myself. And so I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll just go against the advice of every marketer I've ever met and put 29 songs on a CD. (laughs) Yeah, 29. That's a high number. That's a high number, but okay, okay. (laughs) And um, so I'm the writer or co-writer on all the songs, but I chose some wonderful collaborators to write with like red grammar uh you probably know him he's well known uh jimmy hammer with whom i've done a lot of disney and muppet stuff and sesame workshop and dreamworks uh my son oliver with whom i've worked a lot as well randy sharp of course and some others and we got together and wrote 29 songs and we slapped them on this uh all i do is hop grin brigade cd it's great so we did so that's what you did. Um, so the uh, the the people that I'm interested in in, uh, in in hearing you work with, I mean, all of them, right? Like, let's get that out of the way, and I want to go song by song, but I don't think either of us really have the time. Um, but th- there's a lot going on here that that bubbles beneath the music for, for lack of better words. And I think that the the song that I, I want to start with um, – which I, I find the whole idea behind it and around it and uh, what you're doing with the song really uh, interesting and, and inspiring. And I want to hear your story behind it um, is Mi Pelota, which I know means a lot to you. And I know, you know, I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> I'm going to let you tell us a, a bit about what the song means and, and what it's connected to and what it means to you. I was in Mexico a few years ago. In fact, I just got back from another work trip uh, a few days ago. But a few years ago, I met a young lady who had three names. Some people called her, called her Sandra. Some called her Sarah. But she preferred Sarita. When you put ITA or ITU at the end of a name or a word, it makes it the diminutive. So she was a young, young girl, like maybe six or seven years old. And she saw a tennis ball in my work bag. Because, you know, being a musician and everything, I want to keep my hands strong. So I keep a tennis ball in there uh, to squeeze once in a while. Also, sometimes I want a little 
divertido, which is fun. <laughs> so I'll get it out and toss it around. <laughs> so Sandra saw, Sarita saw this tennis ball and it caught her eye, Michael. It caught her eye. And I saw it caught her eye, catch her eye. And I said, uh, ¿Quieres uh, una pelota? Do you want a ball? She smiled and said, See? Sí. And she looked like she really meant it. So I handed her the ball. You see, in Mexico, if a kid asks you for a ball, you can just give it to him. You don't have to wonder, well, I'm a children's music artist. Am I allowed to give the kid a ball? Mm -hmm. I was in a very poor country. It was hot. She wanted a ball, and I gave it to her. And we started throwing it back and forth. And she learned some Span English words, and I learned some Spanish words. And other kids came around. We started throwing it around between all of us. And we're having a ball, so to speak. So to speak. And we were laughing. <laughs> And it didn't matter where we came from or who we were or what language we spoke. As Marla Lewis says, we all laugh in the same language. And we were laughing and having fun. And then I had this idea for a song and I, I kind of memorized it in my head and sang it into my iPhone for later. And when I had my guitar, I figured out what I'd done. And I had done a song called Mi Pelota. And I just saw Sarita a few days ago when I was departing Mexico after having built two houses with my work group. And she had a great big, the only sad thing that happened the whole time was she was sad my son Oliver wasn't there. Uh, because when she met Oliver, she had planted the seed in his mind that her family could use a house. She's a very good lobbyist. <laughs> and plus she has a crush on Oliver. <laughs> you know how little girls are. <laughs> He'd give her piggyback rides and stuff, but she just thought he was great. And he is. <laughs> um, and Oliver mentioned their, their need for a house. And a couple of years later, they got one. So everything has been going pretty well for Sarita. And for me, with the song Mi Pelota. Yeah. And, and yeah. you, what is the One Small House organization that you've been working with? OneSmallHouse.org uh, builds structures in foreign countries and also the United States for um, struggling communities and families. Uh, so I'm, I'm the deputy director of Mexico operations. So I'm, I build mostly in Mexico, but I've been to Haiti and Clarksdale, Mississippi and some other places, but mainly my, my responsibility is Baja California. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that you were as involved as deeply involved. Um, that was sort of, I even have, a tarjeta de trabajo, a business card. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, you're looking at a card-carrying <laughs> onesmallhouse.org representative, Mike. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. I love that. Awesome. Yeah, I love it, too. Great. How long have you been involved with them and working with them? Well, I've been with One Small House for about 20 years. And I was with my former volunteer work group, the Maverick Building Squad, probably for 10 or 15 years before that. Wow. Okay. So I love slamming nails. Yeah, I was going to say. I was David Noyne and I love slamming nails. He's a nail slammer, folks. He is a nail slammer. Um, that's uh, that's so cool. And um, it's got to be really fulfilling and meaningful work, especially if you've had so much time to, to be with the community and get to know people and, and really see the appreciation they have for the work that you do. That's very, very meaningful. It's great. It is meaningful and great, but I have to say, a big reason why I do it, because it makes my wife proud of me. Oh, that's Mike, sometimes <laughs> I'm not a stellar guy. 
But when I'm down there in Mexico or elsewhere doing good work, my wife says, that's my guy right there, everybody. Dave, you are nothing if not the most honest and true of gentlemen. <laughs> There's um, always something in it for the guy, the do-gooder, the dude too gooder Yeah, right. Something in there. right. Um, so you mentioned that your son was a part of, you, you know, one of these trips that you've been on. I assume there have been many. And he not only contributed, this is, this is what we call in the biz, a silky smooth segue. Not only is he involved yeah. with you in, um, in building, you know, some of these houses, I'm sure on, on one or two of these trips with you, but he's also contributed to this record. So, what was his involvement? I mean, I know that "What Can't Be" is a song of his, and is it the first time? I mean, so so is it the first time you all have collaborated musically, or is this a departure for him, a departure for you? Like, how does this all fall into place? Well, I've been grooming my son in songwriting. For example, each of us does one song per month for hospital children through songsoflove.org. So many years ago, Oliver joined me in writing for songsoflove.org, and he got to be a pretty darn good songwriter, if I do say so myself. Then he started writing songs for other children's music artists, although his pop music is his main thing. But um, And then, as I got more confident with his skills, um, I invited him to write for my albums. For example, he wrote Weightless on Crazy With Happiness, the first Grand Brigade CD, and did an excellent job. In fact, the song has no key. I didn't even know how to play it. Fortunately, he did. <laughs> he had to help me with the chord chart, too. It was really strange. <laughs> and he produced it, and, you know, so I thought, well, okay. So he's a professional now. And then he was doing work with other children's music artists, did a bunch of songs for them. Then he wrote uh, uh, What Can't Be for this album, and he's done a lot of special material for a lot of other people and companies. And when he was at Humboldt University, he did music for their radio program. And, you know, he's just a really good builder and a really good songwriter. And I'm proud to call him my son. Yeah, that's really amazing. I, mean, I think the idea of a song with no key uh, to, to sort yeah. of to sort of foil, foil dad who's been doing it for a long time and is one of the best, that had to be a pretty cool thing. Yeah, it. I had to shake my head. You know what? At the end of the day, it's how it sounds that counts. Right. You know? And if you've got a melody and a bass line that carry it through and it all sounds right, then it's right. <laughs> you know, if if to a chord chart writer it looks really strange, so what? You know, yeah. it's the melody and the bass line and the lyrics that carry it. And the song was about weightlessness. And trust me, there was no foundation to this chord progression. <laughs> you felt weightless when you looked, when you played it. <laughs> wow. Felt uh, like you were floating in a capsule. That's amazing. That's amazing. Like, that, that's, a, that's a big time songwriting gift, right? To be able to... To, to be able to have the mood of the music or the message of the music within the melody and the structure of the chords or the not chords or what have you, like you, uh, you really gave him the gift. Well, I didn't, I don't know that I gave him the gift, but I nourished it. Nourished the gift. Better when he words. was a little boy. I filled the garage with instruments and he learned to play them all. Uh, yeah, I nourished it, but you can't really give somebody it. Uh, but you can encourage it. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and practice and makes I perfect, did, right? This is a, there's hours that go into it. Um, my other son, Grady, is also a songwriter. Uh-huh. And he's a little mad at me because I come from the kind of old-fashioned school of songwriting where you have true rhymes, symmetry between verses metrically, and just you don't reuse a word because it robs it of its power. And certain rules I learned from my songwriting teacher, Jack Siegel, who wrote When Sunny Gets Blue, When Joanna Loved Me, Scarlet Ribbons for Her Hair, and other songs like that. Grady says, now, Dad, thanks a lot. I can't listen to someone else's song, good as it might be. All I can hear are all the mistakes they're making. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he was kind of kidding, but he kind of wasn't. Yeah. Well, you know, you get a, you get a, you have a, you expect a certain level from from folks who are who are making music, and when they can't hit that level, if you're if you're trained to expect a certain thing, then that can be that can be tough. Um, another so another aspect of this, you know, there there's a this the signature Dave Canoyan sound, I think, with a lot of like Rhodes piano or or maybe other things that I'm picking up on. But one thing that's going on in this record is you're getting a little bit funky, and uh, in particular um, the the song Tuki I think I'm saying that right. And yeah. Then, and then the very 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 first song, all I do is hop. So have yeah. you secretly been a funky music lover this whole time, and we haven't even talked about it? love funky music i just <laughs> let my hair down a little bit and i joined up with this guy named jimmy hammer with whom i've written a lot of material for dreamworks sesame workshop disney the muppets and he's definitely funky mm-hmm. and i said hey let's have a little fun here and he agreed so there you have it excellent so and that's just you know some of the some of the pieces that go into this grin brigade record i'm having a, hard, a tough time saying that grin brigade record a lot of r's right after each other um and and 29 songs is no uh, that's no easy feat so again we want to thank you for everything that you've contributed and continue to contribute to the the landscape of kids and family music and um this record is you know if you are a randy and dave fan or just a dave fan or just a grin brigade fan then you're gonna absolutely find something that you love and i want to once again point out the fact that not only do you put this music out but for every song you put out the the chords and the lyrics which i think is an excellent tool for teachers and i'm sort of like I want to emphasize this with like a wink, wink and like an elbow to someone's side to like check out this music and find something that works for you in your classroom or or your setting or with kids that you work with, because it's a major gift for you to just give so much of the music, um, you know, the the not just to hear it and listen to it, but to, to sort of grab onto it and use it for for purposes of good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. All right. So, so Dave, how do we how do we keep up with you? Because you are a busy man with lots of things going on, and I want to once again like shout out the the Songs of Love program that you've been working on, and the One Small House, and in addition to to ways to keep up with you. First of all, I, you would be probably stunned if you knew how simple of a person I am. I am, Mike. I am so simple. I love my cats who are prancing around here. <laughs> They're part of my family, which includes three dogs, two adults, and my wife, Mary, who's an adult too, but she's my wife. I meant to say two adult children. <laughs> I I love spearfishing. I love music. I mean, you know, I got my piano here. I got my guitar behind me. I write songs pretty much all day long. I'm writing one right now for a 
a book that's going to be turned into an animated thing. I love writing on assignment. I love taking direction. I love staying up all night for one syllable because I know there's one little tiny spot that maybe no one else but me would ever know. It isn't quite right. I love getting paid for what I do. I love that. That's an amazing thing. <laughs> I love coming home from the bank with a grip of cash and saying, honey, I got paid. Let's go have dinner. <laughs> that's so nice. Yeah, that's great. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. I know. So for me, a lot of the motivation is, is getting paid. You know, getting a client, getting a new client or I know uh, getting used again by another client and knowing that, you know, I can keep being a songwriter for a while longer. Because, you know, it's not like we get a pension or anything. Although, I do get my royalty checks, which are good. But they tend to dwindle a bit with the uh, the new sort of music scene. Right. But, you know, everything's good. Good. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, onesmallhouse.org, you mentioned. Songsoflove.org, you mentioned. And then how do we find you? How do we how do we make sure, like, we, we can get all of these bits of music that you are putting out into the world? songwizard.com songwizard.com you are the wizard <laughs> well i gave myself that name it's a little something i'll tell you what it is a it's a but... little awesome is what it is <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing well dave long ago i put a song called song wizard and i just like the phrase yeah it's but perfect. i have eight albums out as an independent artist dave canoin I have three out as Randy and Dave, Randy Sharp and me, Dave Canoy. And I have two albums out as a member of Grin Brigade, which I want to assure you is a really a collaborative uh, uh, deal. Absolutely. These Absolutely. other people brought so much to the party. So great. For Grin Brigade. So I couldn't have begun to do it without them. Awesome. Well, well, I couldn't have finished doing it without them. <laughs> 29 songs. You got a lot done with those folks. That's amazing. The hardest thing about it was having to discard 29 other songs that oh I wanted gosh. to put on. You got, you got, you got double albums for days and days and days. That's amazing. Not going to run out, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing to hear. That's a good thing to hear because and, doing it for a living and not running out is really good and inspiring. You know, I've never looked for inspiration. Yeah. I've never sat around thinking, Oh my gosh. You know, mm -hmm. I don't believe in writer's block. Although if someone says they have it, I'm not calling them a liar. Just saying, I don't know what it is. Yeah. You're, I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah. You know, I do. But what I do know is I have spent six hours in a room and come up with nothing. But that's not writer's block. That's just working. It's just working. I ruled out like 50 things. That's working. Mm -hmm. I'm always working. Mm -hmm. I'll come home from a session with Randy Sharp. And my wife said, how things go? I said, great. She said, what did you write? I said, well... Nothing. She said, well, what's so great about it then? I said, well, first of all, he taught me some new jokes, which I'm going to tell you later. But also, um, his dog's starting to like me. And also, <laughs> we ruled out a lot of things that we're not going to use. And we had a lot of fun. We worked the whole time because part of working is just being with someone and exchanging stories, which sometimes are the germs for new song ideas. So... Mm -hmm. Maybe it didn't seem fruitful at the time, like the day she asked me, but later on, it was just as good a day as the day we banged up two songs. Boom, boom. Awesome. Just as perspective. And I think a lot of new writers need to know that. Yeah. That absolutely. if you're working, 
you know, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day if you're working. Absolutely. That is. And kids, same goes for you. When yeah. are you going to start breaking somebody home? Yeah, seriously. Come on. <laughs> Got to pay that, pay that mortgage. Well, Dave, as always, a total and complete pleasure to talk to you and hear your stories. Thank and you. I have a feeling we're going to do this again. 29 songs that didn't make the cut for this record. Randy and Dave. <laughs> Grin Brigade, Dave Kenoin, the whole, I mean, there's, it just doesn't stop. So thank you so much for all that you do again. And it was great talk to you again. And can we do it again soon? Oh, I'd love that, Mike. Thanks very much for including me. All right. Take care. Thanks to Dave for coming back on the show and talking with me about Grin Brigade. Did you see how nicely he helped me understand that Grin Brigade was a band and not a solo project? That's nice i didn't feel that bad i left it in i could have edited that out but i wanted to have complete and total podcast transparency right that's what we're looking for in our podcast lives here is all i do is hop from the album all i do is hop by grin brigade thank you so much for listening talk to you very very soon when i'm feeling scared Stuff.